Welcome to Heroic Nonsense. I'm Chris. I'm Heather. And I'm Jason. <clears throat> or maybe I'm Kylo Jason. <laughs> I'm Jason Wren here today. Perfect timing uh, with that voice because we're going to talk about the new Rise of Rey uh, Star Wars Episode 9. That is the that is the uh, unofficial title. Um some people just call it Rise of Skywalker, or Rise of Skywalker, yes. Or, or right, if you if you want to be like that. Uh, but before we get into that, though, I just again wanted to thank Morgan for coming on our show last week. Yeah, Morgan and Morgan and Morgan and Morgan. He's great. <laughs> um, we had we had fun talking about Christmas movies, and I realized after, as we always do, I forgot to bring up uh, one of my. We didn't talk about the heat miser and the stoma. There was so much we didn't talk about, so we'll just have to have them on next Christmas Yay. and talk some more. I like that idea, <laughs> but um, not until then. Let, but let's get back to um, uh, Star Wars Episode Nine: Rise of Elderly Lando Calrissian flying around in the in the Millennium Falcon. Let's talk about that movie first. Who picks up chicks? So um, <laughs> well, first, oh I'm going to keep. I just for anyone listening, we're going to keep half of this unspoilery, so that way, if you haven't seen it, you can listen to some of this. However, we're going to tell you at a certain point that we're going to get into the spoiler territory. If you're too nervous and don't trust us, come back to this episode. I wouldn't say turn it off. We already got your click, so ha <laughs> ha. And, and, <laughs> and we turned we you off you. a long time ago. <clears throat> we um, got you, Jedi's. Yeah. I think we're going to last all of 10 minutes before we start getting into spoilers, but we will scream it out and give a give a second to, to let people click out. And if you're from Baltimore, these are called spoilers. Spoilers. <laughs> They're spoiler. Hey, we got spoilers. Just let you know. Spoilers, Han. <laughs> uh, so uh, let me start by saying I went into this film uh, on a high because Mandalorian has been so great. I've loved it so much, and I felt like... Because Mandalorian has been so good, I just happen to have some faith back into the Star Wars universe after episode eight, because I did not like episode eight. I'm one of the people who did not like it. I know there's sort of like it's like factions now. You have like this group who loves episode eight and then you have this group who absolutely fucking hates it. And I'm one what, of the people that which hate side it. do you want? Pick a side or take, I'm going to punch you in the face. You better take a side. Um, <laughs> what part of TLJ are you on? So, you with us or you against us? So I, I went into this film um, more or less with a, a bunch of faith. And boy, I, I'm glad I did because I really, really, really like this movie. I, it The movie does play out much like a cartoon. I feel like it plays out like a cartoon. It's very fast paced. It moves very quickly. Yes. You basically have to have an idea of who the characters are already in order to get through it and to follow what's going on which leads me to heather heather i don't think you watched really anything outside of episode eight no i've seen all the star wars did films. you see the seventh one seventh one yes you did yeah so did you know who all the characters were that we've seen already yes so you were aware of all those there wasn't like a character that was like a part of the main core group that you were like ah, oh, who is that guy at first i did not know who poe was but that's because i didn't really give a shit okay um, oh Oh, but then I gave a shit. I, what I liked about this movie, I liked that this movie kept the core group together. And that's something episode eight did not do. It split all of our characters up. 
I loved bringing them all back together and having them have like this little family adventure. It was very reminiscent of the original trilogy, in my opinion. Uh, I, I just happened to love that part of it. But the movie opening up, it just moved so quickly. It was literally, for me, like watching a 30-minute cartoon at first. 30-minute cartoons, it's like, especially when they're storyline-based, they're constantly just moving, 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 moving. And it's like, you know, swipe, swipe to the right, swipe to the left, swipe to the right, swipe to the left. And things are moving, things are going. And here's our mission. Wait, you're this. swiping left and right? Are you on Tinder? Yes, I, I am. He's, a, he's on Star Tinder. Right. <laughs> now, I'm talking about the transitions from scene to scene. It just constantly is moving around so much. But then it got to a middle part of the movie where it started to slow down and toward the end, it sort of picked back up similar to the beginning of the film but i talked to a friend who went with us tonight he thought the complete opposite of me he thought the first part of the film was slow and i thought it was Mm. i thought the first part of the film was great he sounds like an action guy because second half is always action first half is story second half's action he's more of a sith jedi lore kind of guy he read all the books i don't know what the fuck you just said Mm -hmm. but (laughs) there was a lot of lightsaber in there was a lot of second half there was but not the first so that's what he likes he likes a lightsaber there was light sabering in the beginning and then at the end it was lightsabering see what i did there yeah look at this good look at this yes look at this um but it Anyway, go you you go ahead because I've talked too much. Yes, you have. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I have thoughts on it. Uh, I'll, I'll save a lot of it for the spoilery parts. I think ultimately, if you're a fan of the movies, it does everything to just try and please you as most as as well as it possibly can. And um, it was almost like if. I guess in the Star Wars world, they took The Last Jedi as like a marriage, uh, like infraction. Like you, you, you went out and uh, you got caught with somebody, and they were just like, "Oh, hey, babe, we still love you." Here's here's this. Here's the here's my Rise of Skywalker for you. <laughs> that's that's what it kind of felt like in a lot of places. And um, there's some. Uh, oh heck, we're probably just gonna get into spoiler parts real soon. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, but I, I think all in all, it's it's a satisfying movie. I think for the general audiences, it's not going to please uh, the people who like the Last Jedi, as you know, who dug their heels in, saying, "Oh no, this was good," and it's probably not gonna. It's probably going to appeal to the people who really hated the Last Jedi and just want to like something and just say, "See, this is what you get." But I think ultimately, um, I mean, it's it's the end of a saga that had three wonderful movies that we started off with. Um, and then they made six more that no one we thought we wanted, but maybe they, we, they didn't really need to have, I guess, I guess what I was saying, I wasn't as excited to see this one as I was other star Wars movies. I guess this was almost sort of like, well, we kind of have to go. Yeah. You know? I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I we got we got to go visit Grandpa one more time. Uh, this this could be it. This could be it. I, I don't know. <laughs> as as a as a person who was too young to see the original trilogy, I, in fact, too young is that's uh, I, I'm not even saying the full thing here. Um, I wasn't even too young. I wasn't born. So, uh-huh. <laughs> so, so I, I wasn't born until '83, and that I think Return of the Jedi came out after or before. I'm sorry, before I was born. So I'm no more of the prequels being in the theater. I, that's what mm-hmm. I remember the most. And I remember episode, what was it, three, 
being the big one for me and people mm-hmm. were going crazy and and the the uh theater was packed this is before assigned seating obviously and there was so much murder in that movie too oh my god like, yes. so much murder <laughs> but when episode seven released i remember it being super crazy as well and people cheering throughout the entire movie and when a new character would come up on screen people were cheering for them and uh it, it was almost like being at the arsenio hall show <laughs> but for for this go around for this go around not a single person i mean there was some clapping uh toward the end but that was it there was no screaming and shouting in the middle of the film kind of surprised by that um i i kind of had a there was like a lot of things i wanted to see happen happen in the movie and i was getting like goosebumps out of it very similar to avengers endgame i, I we have to get into spoilers, I think, now because to, to now really, to really talk about it, yeah, I think we to in order to really talk about this. Well, this whole half thing is bullshit. Yeah, I don't think because I, it's only been eight minutes, and yeah, I have not the mu- feeling there's not much more to say. Listen, would you? Do you like to hear yourself talk about something? That's why I have headphones. Could on. you? Could you just shut <laughs> up for a second? Mm-hmm. I have the feeling that this podcast is going to last more than sixteen minutes. Well, we're um. We're, we're quick. We're two pump chumps. That's right. <laughs> yeah, baby. It's going to last like a half an hour. Oh, sorry. You know, I was tired earlier. There's, and uh, <laughs> There was no way in hell we were going to last and not talk about it. Get it right into spoilers. Yeah. I tried to think about baseball, but I couldn't. Sorry. <laughs> this oh, doesn't normally happen to me. I normally am very, very... Uh, whew, I usually last out a little bit longer before I spoil. all right so for anyone listening here's going to be the part where you 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 just pause it and come back later or just re-listen to the beginning of it because we're going to be talking some spoilers and uh you know for our for our couple people who listen for our our (laughs) wonderful fans that listen our loyal loyal fans for all five of you if you haven't heard it if you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't want to know, I'll, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Um, okay. All right, wait. Five, four. We'll do the Wayne's World. Five, four. All right, spoiler time, guys. Spoilers! Seriously. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for staying with us. I can't believe those dopes that didn't see it yet. It's only been out for like a couple hours. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I'm pretty sure that by the time this thing posts, everybody who listens to this will have seen it. I hope um, so. They're the cool ones, right? Yes, right. Um, so, <laughs> so the, the big reveal, the big reveal of of, of Ray's heritage. And a lot of people bitched about uh, in the Last Jedi. They were just like, oh, you know, they 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 had this lead up to her parents weren't were supposed to be somebody, and then they say it's not anything. It's just like, well, there's a whole other movie, jackass. Why don't you wait until the next movie comes out? It could just be a swerve. He could be lying. Why does Ky- Why does Kylo Ren have to tell the truth? Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and that's kind of where, where my head was when I saw it. I remember walking out of the theater and being pissed that they kind of that that was basically what Kylo Ren's telling her. Hey, your parents are nobodies. I I I didn't believe that at all, and I believe that Ryan Johnson had he made the ninth one. I believe that's the story we kind of would have continued with is that her parents were nobodies and we would have gotten a different explanation. But J.J. Abrams was picking up the pieces from his, from episode seven, picking up the pieces from episode eight, and then conjuring up episode nine. I think, from, in J.J. Abrams' story from the very beginning, 
she was going to be um are we going to go ahead and say it have we said it yet oh yeah palpatine yeah so she's palpatine's granddaughter she's which, a palpatineager which let's let, let's let's <laughs> pump the brakes for a second the the whole time after that <clears throat> is like revealed i'm then wondering where's palpatine like who was palpatine getting down with like he was, uh, he was a burned getting... up he was a burned up old dude that was all fucked up where's this woman on the side who's this side meat that he had while he's taking over the galaxy and you can only assume that it was when you know he was you know he was still a handsome younger man before he went full dark side but could that be i mean then the daughter so i picked up a prostitute <laughs> but it, that was, and i didn't pull out <laughs> was it his son or was it his son or daughter that was his, the lineage I know, you know, I, they they kind of just like much like a lot of things, they just kind of rushed over. And it's like, oh, she's a Palpatine, and those were her parents. But wait, which one? No, no, we got other stuff. Hurry up! Look, we got to hurry up and get Chewbacca's medal. But first, we're gonna make you think he's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we had. To get I was Chewbacca just like, they out. just fucking they killed Chewbacca like that, and yeah. it's like, it's like Finn, you idiot. That's not Chewbacca. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like trying to pull it down. Like, ah, like all those people before they died threw up from being shaken around like a like a like a maraca <laughs> up there. They're like, oh yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'll pull you up too. We're gonna do this together. <laughs> <laughs> and they just they're sitting there doing it, and they're Chow! and everyone on board just like, ah, ah, I'm so sick. What's happening here? And then they die. The world up there. I sure hope we don't explode. I, I, thought, I thought it was cool that we did see these force powers, which, by the way, the the whole healing thing that was happening in this film. Well, that yeah, is, that is the one thing from Baby Yoda from Mandalorian. So I, I knew there was going to be some sort of connection. And that's the connection, because we had never seen that before when it, when it happened in Mandalorian with Baby Yoda. That's true. And then, uh, of course, Leia flying through space. In yeah. the in the last one, yeah, that's uh, episode eight was a travesty. I can't even talk about it. Um, uh, but so, so let's start at the very beginning here because there's some things. It kind of just it drops you into the action again, like pretty much every Star Wars movie does. You're dropped to the action. They're doing this. They're doing that. Oh, we're in a you know battle. We're hyperspace jumping and people are getting shot at. Uh, and then you know they get back the last. So. I, I I guess they filmed her footage before she died. They were already filming this because I thought she had passed away prior to episode eight coming out. No, they had filmed some of the stuff, and it might have been stuff they reused. Maybe they were going to have an episode eight. I don't necessarily know all of that. I haven't read into it too much. However, the first shot that we see of of Carrie Fisher as Princess Leia is definitely CG'd. There's no doubt. I, they may have CG'd, like, the background, but they said they weren't going to do what they did, like, Peter Cushing, uh, what they go, did in Rogue One to him. If you go back and watch it, look at her. Oh, okay, I'll be right back. Yeah. The, the, very, <laughs> the very first scene where Ray is in, like, that jungle doing her training, when you see Carrie Fisher, I don't know if they, like, did something with her face. I don't know what happened, but there's definitely some CG going on there. Yeah, I, I have to. Uh, I have to read more about. It. I didn't have a chance. We we were recording this, and we have literally been home for like two hours. Yes. Since it since it ended, right. because there were eight thousand previews of things I'm never going to see, and then they they, they make you sit through that. 
that was the worst. The previews. There's so many previews. And god damn it, my seat was bro- I got that reclining seat and it was broken. Oh, no, that happened to me before. Did you it complain after? Well, I did. I was just like, you know, I paid $25 and uh, my seat was broken. Everyone else's got fixed but mine. Mine was just like, oh, I guess it's like the guy like went back and fixed everyone else's. And then he got to my row. I had gone to <laughs> had gone up front and I was like, hey, my uh, my seat's not working. And he follows me in. And this other person's like, yeah, my seat's not working. He goes to help her in the row above me. And then some other guy grabs it. And then he leave. He's going to leave. And I'm like, hey. The guy who got you to begin with, can you help me? But I did. Uh, I did say something afterward. They gave me a pass for nice. a future film. So, well, the rise, another, the rise of Swoboda's <laughs> Walker, R- rise of Swoboda's luck. My yes, my experience like that. The, so the guy, I go and get the guy, bring him up to where my chair was. He gives like a look and like holds his chin as he's looking at it, almost as if he was going to fix it with like he's his mind. Figure it out. And then he leaves and fucking never comes back. So I and by the time that happens, the lights are down and the film is coming on. Um, so that was my experience. Lucky you, you got a ticket out of it. But <laughs> the thing that happened to me, however, was the fact that um, or today tonight with the movie, we, we were waiting and waiting and waiting for our friend. He was running a little late. He had some things to do, and he was the ticket holder. And it's like four. Oh God. It's like four fifty, and our, and the show starts at five. So I'm fucking freaking out. And I told Heather, I was like, you know, we got to get in contact with him. Where is he? Well, here he comes running through the door. We all run in. It's about I don't wait. Know, did how you many, say seven? I need to get in contact with him? You and I. I said we need to get in contact with him mm-hmm. to see where he is, and you did. But anyway, we get inside. We get our. We, they gave us a pin and all that stuff, and we got a free popcorn with our showing and all that jazz. We finally get into the theater at about I guess five maybe five o'clock on the nose we waited for a few minutes and then trailers came on but with the fan experience passes you're not supposed to get trailers at every marvel fan experience i've ever done they literally play a like a little like uh two minute show it's like the director and he's like come and watch my movie you're gonna love it and then yeah i was i was not thrilled at all i I, I got a pin and I didn't even like AMC. They just gave you a discount on a tiny ass popcorn and a soda, and like, oh no, it's five bucks. I'm like, I thought it was supposed to be free. I'm like, why the like? I paid what an extra ten dollars for a pin and to watch it an hour earlier. Right. Like, go go fuck yourself. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> very we, very poor. We got a free popcorn and a free hot dog, but we didn't take take them up on. The it hot wasn't dog. a free hot dog. It was a two dollar hot dog. Oh, so you got to pay two dollars for the hot dog. Yeah, which oh, gotcha. I feel is an outrageous price for a hot dog. I don't understand why they think that's some sort of incentive. Well, know. you're you're also you're a bit hot dog biased though, Heather. So I am. I don't... You can get the best hot dog in the world for like a dollar twenty five <laughs> at Wiener Wayne Stand, and instead they're trying to sell you these shitty movie theater hot dogs for seventy five cents more as like a discounted price right. and mm. they're they're out yeah, of there for the, for going to a movie two dollars isn't bad for a hot dog but um, yes it is it's no, a it's fucking a, hot and, dog and you, you know free... how much they cost they're Listen, probably the real thin little ones you get a free corn you get a free dog you're in that's it yeah. Yeah. Free, corn. free corn and it's actually dog. just corn free corn and two dollar dog <laughs> it's not even popped <laughs> Um, so uh, the Carrie Fisher scenes I just read it they used footage from the Force Awakens okay. And they just, they CG'd her outfit, and they gave her an earring, apparently. 
Interesting. Well, how about they changed the lighting too? Where did her lines come from then? Like outtakes or something? I don't know. I didn't read that far, but they said it was just footage from previous movies because it looked like it was. And, you know, between that and the Irishman, it was just kind of like, all right, you know, (laughs) you're just you're just trying to reuse. It just didn't it didn't seem right. It felt weird with Peter Cushing and Rogue One as well. But like it was just like these people. eh, I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. It kind of took me out of it because the entire time, instead of paying attention to it, I'm just like she is. She passed away like in 2016. That was before, uh, you know. The Last Jedi even came. Like, she didn't even get to see that. Well, that's funny that you're saying that because I swear I heard somewhere that she had finished her, like, some of the scenes for this film, this new film. But maybe not. I mean, I guess they, I guess they used old shit. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and then you could tell, like, it's not her. It just, I don't know. It it was the, the better special effects equivalent to redoing Brandon Lee and the Crow. Yeah. Like, that one scene in the beginning where he's walking in the rain and they... The, did the best they could to superimpose his face on someone else's but it would have been nice um, if they just explained to us that she had died some, in some war or some battle and they're mourning her loss and all that kind of i mean that i think or that just say she died on the toilet or she where's, Leia, where's Leia? oh she died on the toilet just yeah. like oh she's so she's normal yes oh, oh okay that makes <laughs> okay. sense sorry sorry to hear that here's a sympathy card and an edible arrangement <laughs> So the Knights of Ren are made out to be such a huge thing um, as far as the like bo- toys go and all that kind the of bo- stuff. The Boba Fetts? Yeah. What? So they're like <laughs> supposed to be really badass and everything. We literally see nothing out of them for throughout the entire movie other than walking around and being Boba Fetts, like just looking <laughs> badass. And some of them didn't even look that great. That was sort of a letdown, but I, I was able to pe- – like bef- I was fine with that. I was passing that one up. And I was waiting for Captain Phasma to come back, but I guess she's done too. There was no Captain Phasma no, Captain in there. No, Captain Phasma died in yeah. episode eight, I guess. So she well, uh, did die. So did Emperor Palpatine, you know. Yeah. I recall that. <laughs> but apparently, love never dies. And he's uh, he's like a zombie. The first lines of the crawl are, the dead speak. Exclamation yeah. point. The dead speak. Yeah. Say What? <laughs> I, I guess uh, I don't know the, the whole idea of bringing him back it was intriguing to me but the way that they brought him back was interesting I, at the end of the film they finally show you that he's on like a metal thing like uh, mm-hmm. almost like a crane <laughs> like a very like, like uh, the like the woman from Metropolis that old that old right. silent movie but he's just like uh, he's like hanging on a crane his body's being flung around everywhere I am a Christmas ornament <laughs> So yeah. that's going to be next year's Hallmark hang up Emperor <laughs> Palpatine on your tree. <laughs> Palpatine on uh it, like it has to be an elf on the shelf. Right, yeah. With um, with Emperor Palpatine. Emperor on a Where's Emperor oh. Palpatine today? You have been bad little boys and girls. Um, now I will sit zap you. My my thoughts were that he would come back and be like a machine. And so I guess that was close enough. He was hang he was a Christmas ornament. <laughs> he uh, was a Christmas ornament. He was a Christmas ornament, so I guess that was close enough to a machine. Very glad they opened the film film up film up with Kylo Ren and showing like what he's up to. And from the get go of that movie, he almost seemed like I don't know if he was necessarily trying to be evil or do evil things, but to me, it seemed like he was doing a lot of this stuff. Like the end game was for him to 
somehow be heroic. Like, I felt like he was going to be a hero in the end because he came there specifically to kill Pal- Palpatine. Like, that, mm-hmm. was the, that was the main goal when he first got there. But then when Palpatine brings up um, Rey, and I believe he explains to Kylo, hey, this is who Rey is, then that's what leads Kylo to go and find Rey. And inevitably, he becomes a good guy. But later on in the film, Kylo Ren, which is, I guess is a topic right now, Kylo Ren, he ends up going to the light side. Ha ha ha, oh my god. And he has a dream sequence with Han Solo. My buddy told me that he read that that sequence originally was supposed to be with Anakin Skywalker, Christian, uh, Hayden Christensen. Really? Yes. That would have been terrible. I, I, I think I would have been completely fine with that. I think it would have been interesting to have Hayden Christensen come back as Darth, like now Anakin Skywalker, no longer Darth Vader and kind of talking to him and saying, I have been where you have been, and I went to the dark side, and blah, 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 and kind of built on that, instead of a revisiting of the Han Solo death that we got from Episode 7. Because that's pretty much what it was. It was the same exact lines we had heard before. Yes, it was. Um, my overall criticism of the movie is that there was never any danger. I never felt like any of my characters were in danger. Like Even... In like parts of Endgame, you were just like, oh, crap, something bad could happen here. I felt like nothing bad was going to happen to anybody that we liked, except for like some of the the pilots, which, you know, some of them get wiped out. Yes. Um, that we had seen since you know, the episode seven, the, uh, the the Force Awakens. Well, but I never there was never any imminent danger. There was never any. And I'm not complaining about the movie because. I, I, someone asked my my brother in law asked me. They said, "How is the uh, how is it? We're going to see it in a couple hours." I said, "It's exactly what you think it's going to be." And I think if you would, however you're going in to do it, it's not going to surprise you. It's not going to uh, it's not going to disappoint you unless you're have really really high expectations. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. I agree with you there. You're it's, right. there, it's there is it, much there isn't much danger, and when we start to see Ray healing people and stuff. And what we know from baby Yoda, that almost takes a lot of it. <laughs> I thought the way you just said, and what we know from baby Yoda, and what we know from baby Yoda. Um, that's, it almost feels like characters just can't die anymore. That's or they I'm, could fly in space or fly in space. Yeah. Like Princess Leia. <laughs> but, uh, but the fact that they're able to heal people and now bring them back to life. Yeah. And so, you know, if you remember, by the way, Back, Palpatine explains in episode three to Anakin Skywalker that he knew how to bring people back to life or save people from dying or something like that. That sounded like a Sith Lord power. And meanwhile, these two are doing it to each other. By the way, at the end of the film, when Kylo Ren brings Rey back from the dead, because that does occur in the film. Mm-hmm. Did you think they were going to keep going back and forth and bringing each other back? To life? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the Shire scene at the end of uh, Return of the King. Right. Just going to get... <laughs> They're going to be slowly going, no, I'll bring you back. Oh, no. It's like there's only so much force to use, your right. life force. Right. But of course, she ha- you know, they, they mentioned that earlier in the movie, so they know. Like, uh, I gave him some of my life force. Right. And it's like the NES game. Like, that was <laughs> nice of you. That was a movie, like, by the way. Life force was, like, was a film. It was, and it was a great video game from Konami. Yes, it was. Um, but yeah, they explain it, and then you know she brings everyone back from the dead, like in Game of Thrones, like she's 
Thoris Amir, <laughs> just bringing people back from right. the dead. There was a lot of Game of Thronesy type of stuff happening in this. It was almost as if they watched how Game of Thrones ended, and J.J. Abrams was just like, you know, maybe we should change the way this ends. I I guess that's how J.J. Abrams talks. I I don't I can't do an impression <laughs> of him. I'm like, hey guys, I'm J.J. Abrams. Hi. We should we should maybe do something that the fans will like. And not that I needed my you know expectations challenged. It, it, they're wrapping up something. They have to make a lot of money, and it's going to make a ton of money. Uh, but they just kind of. It was just kind of like, oh, hey. And there was twists and turns for no purpose whatsoever. Like, the whole Chewbacca thing just made everyone look really stupid. Yeah. It's like he didn't... And, like, she's, like, walking outside, and then they don't capture her, even though she's within sight, like, they can see her. They just capture Chewbacca. They don't think... The Knights of Ren don't think to go up and get everybody else. Like, what... what there, is everyone like everyone was stupid? It was just everybody was so stupid. <laughs> I, it was just a lot of weirdness in that scene because when I saw Chewbacca go outside and the Knights of Ren kind of peek around the corner like like a cartoon, mm-hmm. um, I thought for sure the next scene would be Chewbacca dead and like on the ground, like that's mm-hmm. what I thought they were going to go with that. But it turns out he lives, and they're putting handcuffs on him and they're taking him away, and then you find out that the you know of course. Ray and Kylo have like this battle with each other, <laughs> trying to pull the ship. You know, Ray's trying to pull the ship back to the ground, and Kylo is like trying to stop her from trying to save who she thinks is on the ship, Chewie. And the thing crashes. And I'll be honest with you, I sort of wish that the thing crashed and killed everybody inside to include Chewie, <laughs> because I think that would have given more weight to the movie if there was a loss. I don't want to see Chewie die, but mm-hmm. I think it would have given more weight to the story. And instead, they're like, oh, no, he's okay. He's okay. He's okay, guys. You know, uh, we, we were just trying to play with your emotions like right. the last movie. Ha, 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 Just kidding. Everything you love is fine. But we hope you just didn't like Ben. Right. Because Ben, poor Ben, just like any emo child, emo boy gets a kiss for the first time and then dies. <laughs> <laughs> he gets a kiss from a pretty girl. And then just dies and disappears. <laughs> How fucking emo is, is Ben Skywalker? <laughs> and then she takes his name anyway. Yeah, the, the, but I, I was hoping that uh, part of me was kind of just hoping like, oh, there's going to be, uh, you know, she kisses him and then he dies. And I was like, oh, I thought he was going to maybe live. Yeah. But I guess not. That, and that was weird, too. I just thought that was weird. And I also think that there would have been more weight to the story if Ray had died in the end instead of Kylo Ren. Because think about or Ben, rather. Think mm-hmm. about how that would have ended, right? Ray's dead. He comes back carrying her to the ship or wherever he is. All of the other people look at him like, holy shit, he's the enemy. But what they start to learn is that he was a hero. He did help defeat um, Palpatine and now they have to like kind of pick the pieces up from Ray's death and like try to get to know and like Ben Skywalker and that's kind of like the future of this new maybe the Jedi Order uh, going forward is with this Ben Skywalker and what would be interesting about that it's a character who turned to the dark side but then turned from the dark side now to the light and survived it and I think that would have made a cooler story arc for that character but instead we get ray and it's like who gives a fuck who cares and then she oh i like ray 
I, I, Ray I is like, Bay. I like her. I like her and all, but I just I don't know. I just think it could have ended a little bit better with allowing him Ben to live because he deserves Heather, the story. Heather, were you were you getting goosebumps when uh, were you getting emotional when he got a kiss and then then disappeared? <laughs> I was getting up. I got emotional for a little bit because I was just like, "Oh, they're they're gonna do this." Uh, nope, nope. He's disappearing like a video game. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> ben, <don't>... bye. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of weird because she wasn't like she was into him, but then she wasn't into him. But now all of a sudden he's Ben and she likes him again. So they kiss and then he he's dead. It was. Remember- but you didn't hold my hand when I held it out to you. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really crazy roller coaster. It was... I had a tear when um, I thought Chewie died. That's the most emotional I got. I actually got choked up when he got the medal. Yeah. And then I got mad at getting a, a emotional about that because I'm like, that's what they wanted from me. Damn it! I get... I did exactly what they wanted. You got emotional go. when he got the when he got the medal. When he got his medal at the end, because that's been something that we used to joke about even in the original trilogy days, because in the first Star Wars movies, uh, Chewbacca doesn't get a medal. They give right. Leia, Leia gives the medal to uh, Luke and Han, and then not to Chewie. Chewie's just standing there, and it's just like, what's she got a fucking problem with Wookiees? What's going on? But then racist. at the end at this one, she's like, oh. She would have wanted you to have this. Like, no, she didn't. Don't, don't put words in her mouth. Right. She had how many how many fucking years did Leia have to give Chewbacca a fucking medal? Right. She was married to his best friend. Don't pull that horse right. shit. He's they're just trying to say something nice for a dead person. Right. That's right. all. Right. You can't. <laughs> oh, see. she wanted you to have this. No, she didn't. Right. I'd have been like. Oh, oh. That's what he's saying at the end. He's holding his hand up to show off his battle because I finally fucking got it from that right. fucking woman that killed my best friend. Somebody's like, what did he just say? <laughs> he just said he's not going to believe those CGI lies that you're trying to tell him. <laughs> he says he knows what the C in CGI really means. <laughs> yeah. He was pissed off. That's what he was really pissed off. Goddamn Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I kind of, you know, Ben... And Kylo Ren just goes out kind of like a chump, a two pump chump. Yeah, um, he's out. Ray, uh, so Ray at the end. I, I'm kind of fast forwarding over a lot of stuff. Ray at the end has a yellow bladed lightsaber, which I found interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what I've been told by some friends uh, who read deep into the lore into the books that the Sith lightsabers are red because they're evil. And it has nothing to do with the crystals. I don't know that to be true. I just know that these are guys who are heavily into all that stuff. So hers being yellow, I don't necessarily know what that means. I'd have to look that up. I don't know if she built it to be yellow or what that's about. I thought that was kind of an interesting thing at the end of the film. I also thought it was interesting that they had her return to um, Luke's, like, where, you know, Luke came from on Tatooine. Um, I... Also find it interesting that she buries the lightsaber from Luke and the lightsaber from Leia Mm -hmm. at that location because that location isn't very important to either one of those characters. Like, Leia doesn't even fucking know where that place is, number one. I mean, I guess you could say, I guess you could say that's where, because Anakin is from there and that's his, like, 
originally original home was Tatooine. I don't understand. Like none of that makes any sense why she would bury it there. Well, she went there. I mean, and again, she goes there because that's what the fans will recognize. I, that's what it felt. I don't know, and I don't feel like I'm being cynical over it. Take it to Naboo. Yeah, that's but I, ju- I just feel like that the I'm being cynical about the whole thing because they 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 went there instead to they going to stop at Tashi Station, pick up some power converters, and right. she built her yellow uh, her yellow Sentinel lightsaber there. Right. The, yeah. So. <laughs> right. Um, I did like the mirrored um, dark side uh, ray. I thought that was kind of a cool scene where she that was, was seeing where she w- could could end up going. Mm-hmm. I really thought that she was going to reach Palpatine, and Palpatine was going to change her to the dark side, and then it would basically end with a huge battle between her and kylo ren or ben at that point and then ben and her would come to grips with the fact that neither one of them are sith and then it then they would have a team up moment and all that kind of shit which they really kind of end up did doing in the movie they had a better team up in the last jedi when they fought the uh the red they uh, did yeah yeah which is again another. That's just that film is just so unforgettable. It's it's forgettable for me. I just I hate I hate that movie. Um, I didn't like that at all. Um, I love that uh, Kylo Ren this entire time has been full of voices in his head that are all from Palpatine. Like he's been the puppet. Ma- if you think about it, he's been the puppet master of all nine films. I think I think that's interesting. I didn't like how all the Sith stuff is now gone. Like, mm-hmm. all of that lore is gone. Siths are no more. And now it's like this new Jedi Order, I guess, is going to come about. So there's some things I really loved about the movie and then some things I hated. I would have loved to have seen that, hey, this is an ongoing thing that will never go away. You're always going to have Jedi and Sith no matter what happens. And they mm-hmm. should have shown that in some way, that there has to be some sort of balance and this will always be. Instead, it's Jedi win again. See ya. Bye. It felt like a wrestling storyline. Yes, it, exactly. That's exactly what it felt because like. Because there was a huge face turn. You know, Ray, you know, stabs Kylo Ren and then heals him. And then, you know, it, by the way, when she healed him, she healed his scar. Did you notice that? No. Yeah, it disappears. Yes. It's the first thing I noticed because oh. they show his, they show his, uh, his face. He's, he's got the, the honker there. Uh, but you know he's it's it's symmetrical to the rest of his face of Adam Driver, but and they show it and I'm just like Zoink! and I'm like ah, that's Adam, interesting. Adam Driver's head is in the shape of like when you go to like a grocery store and you go through the potatoes, like his head is shaped as a very strange potato. Like it seems like it's very <laughs> it has a lot of curvature to it. One side looks a little bigger than the other. It's very he has a very strange face and head. I noticed that in this movie. I'd never <laughs> noticed that before. Yeah, if he was a bad actor or a douchebag, uh, he wouldn't make it very far because no one would like him. But the fact that he's like a good actor and he was, uh, you know, he served our country, everyone's just like, like the guy. Love that Adam Driver. Love that Adam Driver, even if he was with, uh, what's her face in that TV show, Girls? Leah Dunham. Oh, he was in that show? (laughs) In Girls on HBO, he played the uh, Leah Dunham's boyfriend. Oh. Okay, yeah, I semi remember that from listening to Howard Stern. Yeah, and then he became uh, he became Kylo Ren um, with his new fancy helmet that his friend built in his garage for him. <laughs> yeah. Um, the... do, you, do you like my helmet, Chris? <laughs> I got it made. My best friend made it in his garage. He's got tools and equipment. 
He's a chimpanzee. <laughs> he like this. Oh, and the guy. So that was fun. The C three PO stuff uh, with um our the new character Baba. Uh, oh, Baba Ganoush. I love that character. Baba... He's awesome. <laughs> Uh, what was his name? Baba, I don't know. Baba Wreckit Re- or something. He had some weird, weird uh, creature name. And I love that he was a little puppet. I thought that was really good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um... Oh, damn it. B- oh, Babu Frick. Yeah, Babu, Babu Frick. Frick. <laughs> yes, he was awesome. Oh, it's my old friend. It's my oldest friend, Babu, Man, Babu Frick. Frick. <laughs> yeah, Babu Frick is he's he's an awesome character. I um. I, I'm glad they put a cute little character in the film. They, they they really tried to overdo the droid stuff. Like, we had Dio, and he served, like, sort of a purpose in this film. The hairdryer. It's just too many of the damn droids. Like, B- BB-8 was enough for this, fran- you know, for this particular trilogy. We you gotta sell anymore. toys, Chris. You yeah, gotta sell toys. We have toys. BB-8, we have R2-D2. R2-D2 barely oh. had any screen time. Mm-hmm. But here's all right. Here's the other thing. Did you feel at one point with Emperor Palpatine that he was basically Unicron? Yes. Like when he is discussing, like I have been building the Sith. You will come and take me and become more powerful. And I have all the ships here, and all the ships just appear out of nowhere. Like I was expect him to go. And you are Cyclonus yeah, yeah. and the sweeps. The Cyclonus, the warrior, and his <laughs> And I'm just like, Emperor Palpatine's Unicron. He's just like, oh, come here to me and we will be more powerful than ever. <laughs> like, how did he do all of that? Like, where, what has he been up to? Like, does he have some sort of machine shop down there and they're building all these ships? Like, they're coming out of the ground? Is it magic? Like, what the fuck is that? The other thing that bothered me the most, it wasn't the fact that Ray went on the... Um, on those waves it was the fact that finn felt like he had to keep saving her it's just like no i can't leave her and like we have another one and they don't even show him going through the waves thing he's just there and it's like dude two people are gonna make those waves just like just he didn't have to be there for that scene there was no purpose no. for finn to be in that scene and go after her no. at all at all but anyway that's i i have little tiny issues like that Overall, though, I will watch it again. Uh, it 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 did it did the service that it was supposed to do. You you felt fine when you left the movie theater. I'm not gonna hate on it. I'm not gonna hate on it for do- they set out to do a job, and uh, Disney wanted to make sure everyone felt safe with it. And J.J. Abrams uh, executed perfectly. Well, he said he's not going to do any more Star Wars films or anything. He's out. He's done. Yeah. I think they just need to stop for at least 10 years. No, make smaller scale stuff, stuff like Mandalorian, which is fun, but don't overdo it. And the best part about Star Wars, the reason everyone loved it is because there were three movies for, what, 20 some years? Yeah. And then that was it. And then when they made three new ones, they were excited because you had a whole new generation getting into it. And now it's just, it's a machine. It's like you gotta make a new Star Wars. You got another one, another one, another one, and people just got tired of it. Well, they they need a, a a person to helm the franchise, right? So they need somebody to control the world and control what happens in the world. And that person should be John Favreau. It should be a combination of people. John Favreau should be on the top of the of the list of the of all the people. Taika Waititi of uh, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok fame, should mm-hmm. be involved. I think that they need to build a 
universe and people a, co- a combination of people very similar to the Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise. And you're right. Keep the story small. Maybe kind of have it build up to something bigger. The one thing I noticed about this movie, and it makes me feel like Kevin Feige walked into the room at some point. Kevin Feige being the guy who oversees all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in that fucking film. There's two scenes in that film that mirror. It mirrors oh, Endgame. Where, where Doctor Strange... I, I said, where's Doctor Strange? Yeah. Where the fuck did all these ships yep. come so there's from? So there's the portal scene happens in that in that movie. Yes. And then there's an I Am Iron Man scene that happens in that movie. And that's when Palpatine says, you are a Palpatine, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, I am a Skywalker. And then she, like, knocks it and, like, takes him out or whatever. That scene was fucking I am Iron Man. That's exactly mm-hmm. what it was. Yeah. And, and while I, I'm watching it, I leaned over to my friend Eric because he's watching with me. And I'm telling him all this. And he's cracking up because he's like, holy shit. You know, I think he was in the same thought. He was thinking it like I was. Yeah, because that all the ships show up, and I'm just like, "Where's uh, was that Doctor Strange talking there?" Yeah, was he just <laughs> like, "Is that everybody?" I no, get, I there's more. <laughs> I did get goosebumps over that though. Yeah, I mean, it was it, it, it was fine. Like, it was great seeing uh, Lando at the end, where he's just like, "Hey, baby, <laughs> you're young. You have no, uh, you have no attachments. Why don't you come with me? I got something left." Well, here he's like, for you. <laughs> who is your family or whatever? And she's like, I don't know. And he goes, why don't we go find out? And I told Eric, <laughs> I, I said to Eric, I go, either one, he's hitting on her or two, he's about to hand her like an Ancestry.com like pamphlet. And he's like, let's go find who your parents and your family are. Oh, baby, let me swab your mouth. <laughs> I just love that he like comes rolling up and he's like fucking elderly as shit. And he's like, hey, let's find out Falcon. <laughs> I got some of that space Viagra for you, baby. (laughs) It's like, hey, do you know who your family is? I don't know. Oh, let's make a new one. (laughs) What? What? Nothing. (laughs) Somebody get my walker so we can get on that Millennium Falcon. Chewie comes over like, which means you have a space vasectomy. He's like, shut up, Chewie. (laughs) Got me in trouble too many times. (laughs) Goddamn hairy beast. (laughs) That's what I call Uh, my dick. Yeah, it's going to make a ton of money. And, uh, you know, it's just going to make a ton of money. And I'm glad the saga's over. I'm, I'm just, I'm glad. Uh, so now people can get back to online and still talk about The Last Jedi and how much they hate it still. Um, I, I want to see where this is going to fall because it's going to please some people. Uh, and some people are just going to be left like, Ugh. But, you know, to them, to those who have not been happy with any of the new movies who just like the original three or just Empire Strikes Back or then the first one, just think this. The other movies weren't for you. They were for a whole new generation to get them hooked on Star Wars. And you have a whole generation who grew up with the prequels, and that was their Star Wars, and they caught up with the other ones because of that. And now you have a whole new generation of kids who, once again, know who Star Wars is based upon 7, 8, 9 and they could go back and watch the other ones. So it has just done nothing but grow the franchise. It has grown the fandom. And the other movies weren't for you. It's the same thing I say to the people who do not like the new Transformers movies from Michael Bay. You had yours. I had my Transformers movie in 1986. It was glorious. And Unicron is apparently also in Rise of Skywalker. But <laughs> it was the best movie for that franchise. That was my movie. So... Yeah, okay. You don't like them. 
by other people. Yeah, like. but the new Transformers films didn't do anything for anybody. It just made people like something that is not Transformers. It's something entirely. I mean, the Transformers, the films, they were enti- the entirely different thing. I mean, they might as well just renamed it uh, Fighting Robots or something. I mean, it's just. Fighting you know ro- I mean? like, That's not a very good title, Chris. No, it's not, but I'm going, I'm going with that. Um, but I, but Christopher I, Gass directs Fighting, fighting Robots. robots. <laughs> I, I think that the Star Wars franchise, you know, George Lucas said it himself that these movies were made for children, especially his six. And I find that so funny because <laughs> the first film opens with politics episode politics. one. And it, like it, the whole the, the, that original or the prequel trilogy is all about how Emperor Palpatine takes power and all these political moves that he's making in order to get there. That is not we for ne- fucking kids. No. But you know what? They don't talk about his moves he made in the bedroom no. to get children and then a grand a granddaughter. My granddaughter comes to visit. Give Palpy a hug. Come here. Right. <laughs> I can already see one of these like older guys who only like the original trilogy. Trilogy, go see episode nine. They're like, God damn it, they babu fricked this whole shit up. They babu fricked it, but then you, they cocked it up. That's yeah, what they, they did. cocked it up. They but babu they fricked it up. But it was like Ray going to visit her, her grandfather in the old age home as he was hanging up. He was right. hanging. Yeah, you know, when you go to visit grandpa, he's all like, Hello, come here to, to pop up. I'm hanging here. I have tubes all in me, keeping me hung from the ceiling. <laughs> Come here, give me a hug. I, I just, a, I just had potty time, so I'm clean. I need a glass of warm milk. <laughs> I have missing fingertips, but don't worry. Just come give me a huggy. Well, My they, granddaughter's here. There's a whole thing where he's stealing life forces. Like, there's a lot of stuff that just shows up in this movie that with I was, no explanation. No explanation. <laughs> but uh, you know what? If you really think about it. The, the Star Wars franchise, the original trilogy, you're right. We had the three films for a long time with no added features, I guess, quote unquote. But with the, Star Wars originally started off with a bunch of craziness happening and with no explanation in it, right? It was just, it's the Forest. Well, see you later. And then <laughs> the prequel comes in. The prequel's like, well, there's midichlorians. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Midichlorians? We've been told all these years that it was the Forest. No, it's midichlorians. And then in this movie, they're like, let's heal people and bring them back to life. How do you feel about that? So it's it's constantly they're doing new things. I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing. It's it's different and it's change. And that's mm. one thing that us Star Wars fans probably have the biggest issue with. Uh, an, an example of this movie in Episode 7 not making many changes is that we get a lot of what we've gotten before. And that's what people want. They want the same old fucking bullshit over and over and over again but just fed to you in a different manner that's true and it's it goes back maybe martin scorsese was right about certain things there's no inherent danger um but i i felt like the 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 characters you knew your main characters weren't going anywhere it was the hulk hogan syndrome you know hulk hogan's gonna come back in it but then it got exciting again when all of a sudden he grew a beard and he was a bad guy you're like whoa Hulk Hogan, you know, Hulk Hogan lost a match, or Hulk Hogan is a bad guy now. What's going on? My fragile mind can't handle this. Right. And this one, Kylo Ren, you know, dumps, uh, rips off his helmet and gets healed, gets rid of the scar, and all of a sudden he's a good. He turns face. He's just like, ah, I'm a good guy now, but I don't know what to do. So and his he just dad dies. Co- 
Huh? So he just dies. <laughs> so he just did. So he goes, I have to do something, but I don't know if I could do it. Go ahead, son. You can kiss the girl. It's fine. Get your... Get, get a little... Just don't get any mud on the helmet. Come on, kid. That's when the uh, song from The Little Mermaid comes on, to kiss the girl. Kiss the girl. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, and Harrison Ford shows up. Uh, you know, Carrie Fisher posthumously shows up. And uh, Mark Hamill shows up. Who else? Anthony Daniels had a cameo as one of the fighter pilots, he didn't did. he? Yes, he did. Yeah. Was, that, that was, was interesting. That got a huge reaction in the theater, by the way. People were like, oh, my God. We didn't get that at all. <laughs> Not no, a single person. That was at that. the very end, right? Yeah. 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 No, Whoa. Dropped, Whoa. I dropped the mic and yeah. I, I didn't say anything drop? good. That, that, no, the force. <laughs> it was like the force. It shot it at her. Um. <laughs> You dropped the microphone, Heather. You shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Why did you reach out for my microphone? <laughs> um, what was that? Oh, yeah. No one gave a shit. It no. was like it was like half a second. No, what I thought was going to happen, based off of the action figures and the photos that we had been getting with C-3PO, his eyes going red and him wearing the Chewbacca, I guess you call that a bandolier that he's wearing across his chest. There's an action figure out with C-3PO wearing that and carrying um, Chewbacca's gun, the bowcaster. And I thought that they were going to reprogram C-3PO at some point in the film, and he was going to run amok and be like a badass with this bowcaster, and we were going to see something from C-3PO we've never seen before. They didn't do that at all. I was kind of hoping for that. The other thing that I didn't like is they wipe C-3PO's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, they fricked up C-3PO's memory, Baba Frick, Baba Frick. did it, um, and R2-D2 re like, returns him back to like his normal state at the end of the film, and it's like, there. you're right, we lose nobody, really, we don't really lose any characters, there are no stakes, I mean, we know that at the end that Ray is going to be the winner, so you're right, you walk into the film and you pretty much know everything that's going to happen. Right. And they kill they kill the one character that most people wouldn't mind seeing go away. But you know, if you're saving everybody else, why kill why kill Ben? I think that he was the most interesting character, and a lot of people have hated on uh, Kylo Ren, saying that he's this emo character and all this shit. I think that he's interesting. He's he's a character that is totally giving in to all of his feelings about being on the dark, being uh, you know a Sith, uh, uh, Darth, or whatever you want to call him, Kylo Ren being evil i thought that was interesting i thought that was an interesting side of the character ray was very simple and she was uber powerful for no reason and we thought this whole time why is she uber powerful who is she related to could it be obi-wan kenobi and it turns out that she is the granddaughter of palpatine who apparently had a, a, a illegitimate like child i guess who just didn't like pulling out well, I mean, it's not his child. It's his grand granddaughter. Well, no, no, but I'm saying his child. Like, his child then has a child. But that's another thing. Where the fuck did that... Where, where was... Who was Palpatine out banging with Kondomoff? What's going on here? I don't know. I, I almost feel like they they wrote themselves into a corner and they were just like, uh, yeah, it's Palpatine's granddaughter? Oh, that's a good idea. Really? I mean, yeah, really. I know. Thank you. Thank you, yes. So uh, that's but, uh, that's actually something I, my buddy and I at work talked about, and that that was an idea that we had. I thought that Palpatine's, or, I'm sorry, I thought that Ray was going to be more of a creation from Palpatine, very similar to uh, Vader. 
Remember oh, his mom, his mom ends up, Vader's mom ends up being pregnant with Anakin, almost like G, like a Jesus kind of story. I <laughs> thought the same thing was going to happen with Rey, and Rey was going to be like kind of the same thing, and that's how she was going to be a part of the Skywalker Palpatine lineage. But that's not how it goes at all. So it's direct to Palpatine. Yeah, and um, yeah, there's a lot of that going on in there. <laughs> and there was a lot of action. I like seeing Poe doing Poe things. Mm-hmm. And finding out that he was like sort of a bag, he was sort of like a shithead. He was a spice runner or whatever. Yeah, and then he tried to give a hug to. Uh, he wanted to kiss the girl with the mask on. No one wants to take off their mask. Is she like a related to the Mandalorians or something? Who was she? <laughs> he only saw her eyes at that one scene. She was an interesting character, though. I would like to know more about her. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to know how she got off that uh, planet that they blew up. Yeah, I, me too. I would like to know that as well. And how did they build Death Star cannons on every single Star Destroyer? See, now that is, <laughs> that is the... But I guess he could... Look, they're healing people, and he's he came back from the dead. Why wouldn't he be able to build all those things? But doesn't it seem like it was written by a kid who's playing in his bedroom with all his toys? He's like, and then, and then, guys, the Star Destroyer <laughs> is going to have big guns on it that can destroy planets. And his other friend's like, oh, my God, that's awesome. He's like, yeah, that's so cool. Let's do that. <laughs> and then what's going to happen? What's Oh, and then Emperor Palpatine is going to be like the grandfather because he put his pee-pee in someone years ago and it was his her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And remember that electri- electricity thing he did in Return of the Jedi? Well, he puts his hands up and he shoots it into the sky and it <laughs> destroys everything. He's so, a Palpatine storm. So all those ships that show up, they're all ready to go. How do they not run into each other? I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I question. figured there would be a lot of crossfire happening. Yeah. There have to be, like, rules of the road. <laughs> rules of the sky? Walker. Yeah. Yeah! Oh. Star Wars Episode Ten: that, Rules of the Skywalker. Like, have you ever been to ship flying school? No. Me neither. I'm sure, I'm sure there's a, a, a way of controlling those ships and their fire. Those chips. Maybe... Maybe this is what Space Force is all about. Hey. You know, the, the president wants Space Force. Space Maybe Force. he wants to build star destroyers with hmm. um, giant blasters that can destroy planets. That's a brilliant idea. I think that's what it is. He's up there. He's just like, I saw this movie. We're going to put the star destroyers. They're going to have blasts. We're going to blow up the enemy planets. Everyone will love it. He they love this new movie. Why won't they like this? <laughs> he doesn't just want to get rid of Mexico. He wants it's to get all rid the, of planets. All the coasts. Also, don't. I hope whoever's listening to this does not take me literally. I know he doesn't want to get rid of Mexico. Or maybe he does. Or maybe, maybe he doesn't. Does. I, or maybe it's a Star War. So what? What, <laughs> I, what I what I liked too also is is that Poe was like he was a, he was very risky a lot in this film, and by the end of it, it's like he is so risky. He gets to a point where he's just like. You know what? We've given it our all. We're we're gonna die now. Like it's it's over. And that's when all the ships show up. But it shows like how risky he is and how he's willing just that he's basically gambles with everybody's life. When he's doing that jumping with this with the Millennium Falcon, he's doing like a light jumping. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, at any point in time, that could just kill them, right? So, and then when they arrive on planet with uh, Princess Leia, the ship is on fire. Like, the ship is practically (laughs) blowing up at that point. I thought that was an interesting kind of thing with with Poe. And understanding that he was like a spice runner and he's like kind of like uh, like a shithead, like uh, like a Han Solo type of character. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of gives you an understanding of like that's his background and that's kind of how he operates. And in episode eight, if you remember, he was a failure throughout that entire movie. That was one of the biggest criticisms about his character in that film is that he was just a fucking dumbass the entire movie. When in episode seven, he was like a, a war hero. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he got that back in this film. Oh, another thing. Uh, one of my favorite characters was um, in this new trilogy was uh, who, who was his nemesis? Was it Wexler or Wexley? Wexley. No, not Wexley. Wexley was the guy who uh, the, the chubby pilot. Uh, who was the, the one guy who was um, he was the traitor? He oh, was General Hux. General Hux. I loved Hux. I thought he was one of the funnier parts of the entire thing. And then it turned. They just have a throw around where he's the he was the uh, the rat. He was leaking information to the resistance, and it's just like, well, what? Why did you do that to him? <laughs> it's like they redeemed him for you to like him even more, and then they just Alan Alan Cumming just kills him. <laughs> yeah. After that, so the guy who kills him, he was in Return of the Jedi. Uh, because I don't... Palpatine, he says to Palpatine at some point in the film, it wasn't Alan Cummings. I'm sorry, no, no, not Alan Cummings. But yeah. anyway, he says to Palpatine, and at one point in the film, I've served you before, and I believe that guy was in Return of the Jedi based off what what some people were talking about when, after we came out of the film. So he was I... like the general. Now he's like the big guy for Palpatine leading. It was Richard E. Grant. I don't remember him in, um. I don't remember what Star Wars movie he was in other than this one. He might have been in the old ones, like Return of the Jedi or Empire Strikes Back. Because he looked very familiar. But I mm-hmm. believe he was a lot younger then. Well, he was in some of my other favorite. He was in Hudson Hawk. Yeah. <laughs> he's He's been in a lot of great things. He's he's one of my... Uh, I enjoy him. So much so I couldn't remember his actual name. Well, I like so. that, <laughs> that he was like a Graham off Tarkin. I thought that was cool. We needed that mm-hmm. kind of character in this film. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh, I'm looking it up right now, so that's why I'm like kind of stuttering a oh, little bit, okay. a little, we, little nervous, a little nervous had, talking about it. You know, <laughs> we had uh, Kylo Ren as a as a villain in this film for some part of it. Palpatine was another villain. This general was another villain, but we were more focused, I think, in this film. Like the Knights of Ren weren't that big of a deal. It was more about the adventure in this movie. They were jumping mm-hmm. around and going to a lot of different places and doing things. I think that's why I enjoyed it so much. Like mm-hmm. at one point they're on that planet, and uh, there's the troopers that had the jetpacks and stuff. I thought that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And they had to kill them too. They had to kill them too. <laughs> that's right. Um, the one thing that really struck me though, the Sith troopers were made out to be such a big deal, in like uh, in the promotional stuff. They made a lot of action figures of that. They made uh, hot toys of that figure or mm-hmm. of that character. I don't know why that at the very end we see Sith troopers for maybe all of two seconds. Yep. <laughs> and, I thought, and, they give, and I was like, oh, they must be a target. Right. <laughs> I just thought that they would be more important and they would be 
more involved in the story. But they're, Fett's. Yeah, but I mean, they were just the the sucky the the main sucky thing, I guess, is that at the very beginning of the movie, Palpatine just says, "Look at all my ships! I'm so powerful. We can destroy everything." And I guess that's his point is to destroy everything. I, I get he, he because now he has ships with fucking guns on them to destroy entire planets. So is his whole motive to destroy everything? Like, is that what we're what we're after? I that I didn't understand so much. Like what his real motive was. Like, I know he wanted uh, Ray to like take over as being the empress. But what happens after that? Like, what's the end game here? You know what I'm saying? He just wanted a hug from his granddaughter. Right. That's all he wanted. And then, you know, a she cocked hug. it up for him. He cocked it up. Well, he wanted a lightsaber hug. He wanted to be killed by <laughs> Ray. Yeah. And my, my what my my cousin went with me and he said, um, he's just like, Well, if, if if the one thing I pointed out, you know, she couldn't kill him. If she killed him, she would take his powers and then become all powerful. But she didn't she goes, but he killed him anyway. I said, Well, he technically killed himself. She just deflected it against so it's like killing somebody, but making them point their own gun at themselves. Yes. So she murdered him, but not really. <laughs> you know, my thought was she was going to take at one point the lightsaber. So one thing we didn't really touch upon, we're already past an hour now, but that's OK. One thing we didn't touch upon is that Ray and Kylo Ren or Ben could almost cross planes like they could be at the same place at the same time, but then be at separate places as well. Does that, I don't even know if I'm making any sense. They were connected. They were like connected. Right. Which is weird. Like at one point in the film, uh, Ray hands Kylo Ren her lightsaber and he is somewhere completely different. I found that to be an interesting force power that they were having, but I thought that was kind of cool. What mm-hmm. I thought she was going to do, she puts the lightsaber behind her back. And then she passes it to him. Before she passed it to him, I thought she was going to kill herself. I did too. And I was like, that would be it. Like, that was the only time I felt any sort of like, like oh boy, you know, she's going to actually sacrifice. Because he even says, you do the sacrifice. Right. And and I was just like, no way. Is she going to do that? And like, totally like Jesus figure it up. Yeah, <laughs> she's right. going to totally do it. But then... It didn't happen. And, and, and it's... <laughs> the other strange thing is in the Sith temple that they're all in, who are all those people chanting? Who are those people? Um, I don't know. I have no idea who those people are. <laughs> they're just, they just happen to be there. They're just ja- they're jabber guys. They're just jabbering. They're like, hey, I, hey. I feel like there has to be a comic or a book or something that we can read. Like that, a, or a comic book. Or a comic book. <laughs> that would give us the prequel story, which they do a lot of. Um, they've done that with the other episodes, but give us something that explains what Palpatine was doing this entire time. How did he survive? How did he get there? Yeah, I mean, ultimately I, I liked it. Um, it's not my favorite, but I didn't hate it, but I'm an easy lay anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it, it, it's the movie. Cause it was exactly what you thought it was going to be. And, um, there you go. It's it's over, and I'm I'm glad. I'm I was happy to be on for the ride, and um, sorry, General Hux didn't make it yeah, to. It ha- he didn't have a lot of more funnier parts, and I also felt like they they purposely left Rose out of most of it. 
Yes, because she's horrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. They're just like, oh, you know, we we introduced too many characters, so uh, sorry. Let's give Finn a new girlfriend that rides a horse. <laughs> that's ob- It's a creature that's obviously a horse. Oh, the- all right. So I started laughing when they were on the horses in space, and I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> well, they weren't in space. They were just, they were... In that demand, but I'm just, uh, but they're riding horses on a ship, but I'm like, yeah. ah, and where did the horses go afterwards? They all die? Yeah, they jumped off the side. You didn't see them? They were, oh, it they was did? just a waterfall of dead fucking horses. <laughs> they committed horse-aside. <laughs> <laughs> but the space, Equi- the it was space, an equestrian nightmare. The, the space horse part was so mind-blowing, because originally in the trailer, it did look like that they were in space, but they, truthfully, they were not. Um the amount of star destroyers in the skyline was just ridiculous. It looked cool as like if it were art and you hung it on your wall, it'd be cool. But as far as the movie goes, that was way too many fucking star destroyers. <laughs> and how did they build them all? That, that must've ta- I mean, how long did it take to build a star destroyer? It has to be uh, like, uh, I would think like a hundred years. They're huge. And they needed more and they just should have just went out and did with, they just wait around. It's like, what are you worried about? Like, send a whole bunch of them to blow up all the other planets. Why are you sitting there putzing around with these couple of tiny ships? For right. Christ's Christ sake! <laughs> it's just a lot of dumbassery happening. But that's okay. There is. And they continually build products that have that weak hole that is easily accessible by people on horses in space. <laughs> They're like, oh, we're going to destroy the entire uh, empire again, the final order, by dropping these grenades down this little this little hole uh, right here. Fucking final order. There's got to be a way. Yep, there's a way because there's their fucking... St- Look, they blew up two Death Stars. They're obviously stupid. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> okay. Guess we'll kill more people then. So I think a good way to sum all this up is to... Not, and let's not drag it out too long, but favorite scenes. I would like to know everybody's favorite scene. You don't have to elaborate too much. And your favorite character of the film. Heather, go ahead. My favorite character was C-3PO. And my favorite scene was when they were wiping his memory and when he regained his memory. You'd like that. I thought it was like really ridiculous, mm-hmm. but oh. hilarious. Okay. Did you like the Babu guy? Yeah, the little guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I loved him. You liked him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, so he was funny. good. Uh, I guess my my favorite scene was um, when Chewbacca got his medal, which uh, was the scene I probably shouldn't like, but damn it, I liked it. I'm sappy and sentimental. I think it's great. Yeah, and my my favorite character, of course, is Ray because she's Bay. Ray is Bay. And that's agree. all there is. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Ray. I'm just not. I never have been. I think she's okay. real hot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she doesn't like you. She's doing a podcast right now where she's just like, I don't like Gasselcast. I don't like Chris. I like Heather, but not Chris. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're talking about John Sweets. They're talking. Uh, <laughs> Uh, my, my, Daisy Ridley doesn't like you. <laughs> my favorite character in the film, because I love the story arc, I love where he went. Um, I really like Kylo Ren, Ben. Mm. I thought that was a. I thought that was great. I like how it played out. Wish he lived instead. Um, favorite scene of the film, I think, would be the opening scene where Kylo Ren 
originally goes down to find Palpatine and Palpatine is slowly giving him information like this is why you should be with me all these things are happening you should be working with me and I I love that because it's the it's Palpatine again and is another finest hour of Palpatine trying to bend somebody um, to do what he to do his bidding He's yeah. trying to bend him to yeah. his will. That's right. Just like Unicron would. Ben. Oh! oh. That's right. But, Megatron. But, but, but <laughs> overall, my favorite character is Babu Freck. He's awesome. <laughs> I don't Everyone know. loves Babu. I, I don't know. Him. You know who Babu Freck is? This guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's awesome. I love <laughs> it. I think what Star Wars, I think, has learned, and I believe they should continue on this trajectory, puppet characters in their films always fucking work every time including yeah. baby yoda and ba- mm-hmm. yeah right baby yoda baba freck um all your character like salacious salacious crumb like all those characters <laughs> they all work they all work and yoda uh, yoda being i think the t- the top dog of all the the puppets he's not works. a dog the, the he's top, a yoda the top yoda good uh, of all the characters the, the puppets work star wars please keep doing the puppets i love it if if you tell them that they're gonna make an entire fucking Star Wars Muppets movie and it's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna be. It was called Return of the Jedi. One, one of our friends, uh, our friend Brett, came out of the film and he goes, "I already know what they should do now. The next series should be Yoda and Babu Frick on their own adventures. Uh, ba- baby it, Yoda and baby. Babu <laughs> on on their own little adventures. That would be un- fucking amazing. Like if they made a side non-canon show of just them two hanging out, I would watch that." The child and Babu. Yes. Bobby Frick and Frick. the Frick and the Child. Frick and the Child. Ah, <laughs> uh, that that's a little Frick in the Galaxy. Yeah. Sounds a little Frick. dirty or something. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Hey, not, no, you know what? Not okay. What? what? Well, this is our last show before Christmas. It is. Da-da, Could da-da, I da-da, ask da-da. the last question before Oh yes. Okay. Okay. Cause I, I didn't get to say much because I don't like I'm not as nerdy about Star Wars as I wish I could be. Um, but and that's I, okay. Yeah. Well, I know it's okay because I can't be any other way. Okay, harsh. That's right. Harsh. I can't change my childhood. Okay. I didn't grow up with this, so I don't value it the way other people do. Okay. However. Okay. With that being said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what your least favorite scene was. Oh. Oh man, least favorite scene? Yeah. I didn't well, I as I mentioned, I didn't like where General Hux got killed. I thought he could have made it. Um and the uh the horses thing was weird. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that, that was, was weird. that was just a little odd for me. I'm just like, "Oh, well, we're getting horses involved." Okay. Whatever. Okay, the point that I And never... and then and then okay. Finn making that wave that a Jedi master could barely make. In a thing, and the other woman is just like, "Oh yeah, we got another one of those." And he's like, "Oh yeah," and he's just like, "Yeah, I did it." What? <laughs> what was? I, yeah, you don't have to see that. Just know that I did it because I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Usually, about it. guys showing off to their new girlfriend, it never works. They end up falling flat on their face. So I give props to Finn for getting over the water on that little ski thing. Mm-hmm. Um. My least favorite scene of the film and a scene that I wanted to talk about. We didn't get to talk about it. That didn't make any goddamn sense. There are two. One, when they get into that thing with Lando 
I still, I mean, I guess they're Lando leads them into that thing, but that the thing or vehicle they're in doesn't really take them anywhere. So I'm not entirely sure what that was about. Um, and then the other scene with Poe running into that are girl. You, hold on. Are you talking about them getting on top of? No, they get inside oh, okay. that machine with Lando leads them from like that where all those creatures are dancing oh, and yeah, shooting yeah, that yeah. colorful yeah, that like weird. shit everywhere. They get inside that thing. It's like a pod vehicle thing. They get in it and then they walk out of it. Like what was the whole point of going in there? It's like yeah. Lando could unmask for a second. I don't know. It just <laughs> seemed really weird. But the the craziest thing to me uh, was Poe running into that girl. The girl wants to kill him. They get to a point where she almost kills Poe. Like she's like inches away from doing it. And then gets into a fight with Ray, and Ray's like, "Listen, we really need your help." And the girl's like, "Okay." And then somehow Poe and that girl are now f- want to fuck each other. Yeah, that was weird. Like, well, how does that work? Like, wh- she had to change a heart that quickly. Like, what 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 did Poe do to make her say, "You know what? He does have a gu- he does got a good dick." Well, maybe again, it's like <laughs> like the space wind. He he got his pants like. The wind was blowing and, and the pants were real tight on him. So she saw the outline and she was like, you know what? I'd like to I'd like to test him out. You're saying she saw the outline <laughs> of his dick and that's what got her going. Yeah, from all the winds. It was real windy out and the pants real, stuck real tight to his legs. Because she, she had balls it. and penis outline. Maybe not the balls. Maybe they were like hiding behind. Do you like penis. to see a balls and penis outline or just a penis outline? Like what would you prefer? I, I'm... Uh, I'm cool with any of it. <laughs> Good answer. I'm I'm, uh, I'm cool with any of it. It's I like very it all. Subtle. Very subtle. If it's just the balls, I'm okay with it too. Yeah, that's I don't fine. need to see no hog, just balls. Yeah, that would be weird. I mean, maybe it's, they're like twisted around, but that's fine if that's how you wear it. Oh, oh. I saw a little babu and a little frick. <laughs> Well, that's that, I think that's it. We we've talked. We've talked, we've talked about this. <laughs> yeah, I don't I need to talk about my to, least favorite. That's a great. That's a great note. To end on. No, no, go favorite. ahead. Give us your least favorite scene. Thank though. God, Jesus, you're trying to shut me out this whole podcast. So, <laughs> one least favorite when you mentioned the vehicles, for whatever reason, my mind flashed to the moment where, I think it was Finn and the girl that Lando hit on at the end. they were on the outside of that ship that was going down and then lando just pulls up his spaceship and they they jump on top okay not his spaceship it's the millennium falcon the millennium no it's a spaceship no it's a millennium falcon is it a car it's the most well-known spaceship it's the ship that made the castle run in london 12 parsecs yes is it a train chris no it's a fucking spaceship okay they get on top the spaceship (laughs) and then that's it. And they're like able to walk on top of it. If, if I'm that's going down the highway. Movie. Yeah, it is. I mean, in order to move, they're going hundreds of miles per hour. They're not going like 20 miles per hour. And if you stood on top of my car when I'm going like 30 miles an hour, you fucking fall off. Okay. They're going right. hundreds of miles of hour. Listen, we get it. You're very, you're, you're very, this is very Yeah, I didn't like that. Okay. And I also did not like the very end where the woman in the desert walking her weird camel alien goes up to Ray and she's like, who are you? And she's like, Ray. And she's like, okay, who? 
from from where or what family or what, what did she ask? What, what, is, what is your name? I was like, what is your name or something? Yeah, your name. It's Ray. Ray who? Yeah. And then she takes like an hour to think about yes! it, and the woman's standing there just like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Why'd you answer my question. Did you just have a stroke? <laughs> it was so um, Skywalker. Yeah, Scott, you didn't fucking get married to him. I'm he f- was Ben for a minute and then he died. Not even a minute. They should have. Well, they didn't even honor Christ. Ben. They just they showed Luke and Leia. Right. Yeah. It was stupid. They should have CSI'd the shit out of that when she said like Skywalker. She should have had sunglasses and taken them off and said Skywalker. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, ben Ben yeah, got treated like a little bitch yeah. in the end there. Well, you know what really bummed me out? I know this is gonna. Maybe people won't agree. I really feel like we should have gotten a, a force ghost of uh, Leia, Ben, Luke Skywalker, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Yoda. I think the entire cast. Everyone right. from Mace Windu. Mace, what, what, no, no, seriously. As a, as a final piece. To Boba Fett. <laughs> the Sarlacc from well, the Sarlacc pit. When Rey is calling or when Rey's hearing all those voices. They said Ahsoka is one of the voices who is a character from the Clone Wars series, the cartoon series. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi-Wan is in there. Mace Windu is in there. So I guess that's what we're getting is all these different voices speaking to her. Which that's got to be fucked up. Could you imagine like you're you're on Tatooine trying to like sit down and like squeeze one out. And then all of a sudden you just hear all these voices like, God, shut up. Right. <laughs> I'm strong with the force, but I just... I had too much cheddar loaf. I can't take this shit. <laughs> I've had too much space Tillamook. And I gotta get out. <laughs> Tillamook. Well, we all we all seem to enjoy it, so that's a good that's a good thing. So if you have Even though seen, we complained for an hour and yeah, a half, we um, enjoyed it. <laughs> well, listen, I could complain about even my favorite movie, what can I tell you? But I, I think we all enjoyed it. I thought for sure we would all come out and just say it was absolutely horrible. What a dumpster fire. But I'm glad we didn't come out that way. That's, I, I feel good uh, yeah. about it. Um, guys, remember to go over and check out Gasselcast. We're on Instagram at Gasselcast. Or go to YouTube and or go to YouTube and search Gasselcast. You'll find a bunch of cool videos over there where we talk about toys and a whole bunch of stuff. We go live sometimes. We have a lot of fun. Right, Heather? Yep. <laughs> yep. And I'm Swoboba Fett, a.k.a. Corndog. <laughs> but, like guys, again, this is our last episode for Christmas. It so, is. So, Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Yay. No, and I... Merry Christmas to all of our wonderful listener. No, listeners. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> all of you out there who, uh, who, who listen to us every single week. Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, it's it's nice to see those double digits. Yeah, it's not Thanksgiving <laughs> anymore, but we're thankful for you. We're thankful. We're grateful. And do uh, you think we got one more left in us this year? I think so. Day after At Christmas or something. Yeah, I think so. I, yeah. I really wanted to do one of those shows where we bring in on a couple of people we have spoken with over the year since we started doing this. So maybe we can have a little bit of a conversation about that mm-hmm. uh, to see if a couple of people, maybe two or two people, I think tops. Come on, speak with us, talk to us a little bit, and we post that as our final episode of 2019. 20, 20 of them are nothing because we want to go into 2020. So we need Whoa. 20. We need 2,020 people. Oh my God. It's going to be very, very loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's well, going to be very, very loud. That, that was easy. <laughs>
that is it. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We will catch you next time. Bye. Ho, 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 ho.